What's up, you guys? I am heading home finally from campus. Um, usually what I'll do, uh, well, actually, I went over to the POV right by the Stella Hotel before I came back to campus uh, to go to the rec and train some martial arts um, like I tend to do quite often. Uh, one of the best cardio workouts you can ever get in. Uh, but on this episode, I want to talk about two different topics, I think. First, I want to talk about sharing the gospel. And then I want to talk about praying out loud. I don't know exactly what order I'm going to talk about those two things in. But that is the goal. Might not make it there. I hope we do. <laughs> but yeah, just driving back right now. Um, we can talk about sharing the gospel first. Uh, I was just up at the punching bag. It's at the second floor of the wreck. And I really love that area because it has carpet instead of just flooring. They have a punching bag room. But it feels kind of, I don't know kind of like a prison cell a little bit, like kind of brick walls, just like a gray floor that's pretty cold. And I just don't enjoy that as much as going upstairs. And it's it's open, more open area, more people around doing other activities. And I, I really love the energy up there. And so I always go and train on the second floor. But, you know, sometimes I go up there and there's different people. And I can remember back whenever I first started training, for for one, I punched like a girl. <laughs> um, I'm going to be 100% honest. Everybody that starts feels like that. Maybe not everybody. There's probably some big dudes that punch like a man right away. <laughs> but But when I first started going up there, I thought I could punch. You know, coming out of high school, it, you think that you can do anything. And I thought I was good at fighting, and really I wasn't. And a lot of people do that. They convince themselves of something to, I don't know, maybe I was trying to make myself feel better. I'm not sure. But all I have to say is I would go up there, and I didn't really know what I was doing at first. But I got trained by someone, and he decided that he was going to invest his time into not only our friendship, but into seeing me grow as a person in a certain discipline. And I think that is part of sharing the gospel and m more more part of discipleship, more, dis more part of discipling someone and investing in them knowing that on this earth you might never get anything back from it. And I have deep appreciation for the person my, my friend Michael McAdams um, he, he went on my uh, old podcast um, before and it was a really fun episode I love that guy um, he both him and I have uh, like a deep um, excitement when the UFC comes on and I can't think of him enough for investing his time to train me in a discipline now one of the things that what happened when I would go up there was I was a sophomore and was new to the university and was new to martial arts and training. And I just remember there was always these 
boxer dudes that went up there that were older. They were about to graduate, and they just looked really angry the whole time. And they would hit the bag and kind of try to intimidate everybody or around them. And I, I was a little intimidated, you know, and uh, it just doesn't make you feel good. They don't say anything, or they didn't say anything to you. And but but honestly, whenever you and that seems to be more common in boxing than martial arts. Most of the time, martial artists are very nice people, even though they can strangle you to death, you know. Um, but I just remember that being my experience. Was like oh, I would go up there. I I I, I knew I had potential. But I wasn't as seasoned as some of these guys, and they were a lot bigger than me. And so it's a little intimidating. You don't want to go up there. And as I be- became a senior now and, and, and during my junior year, I knew that I wanted to change that for other people. I knew that by <laughs> just reaching out and say, hey, what's up, man? Like, Honestly, I go up there and I destroy that thing. Like people look at me like, "Who is this guy?" It is just because I've practiced and practiced and practiced and practiced and I've watched a, a lot of UFC fights, some of the top fighters. And for some reason, when I watch something, I can almost always reproduce it if I practice it. I I can see it, kind of download it and practice it until I get it right. Um, it's just one of those weird visual learning mechanisms that my brain's really good at. Some people are good at reading mechanisms for learning. I'm not, uh, but visual, experiential memory, I'm really good at. Um, so yeah, so I made a dedication to changing that for the guys that were going to come up below me. Because I just realized, and it wasn't even an active like, oh yeah, I'm going to change this atmosphere. It was like, I just realized that all of a sudden, there was no older guys than me. There was no guys that were better than me. I was the one that, (laughs) you know, was going crazy on this bag. I was the one that had a lot of skills. I I was the one who punched hard and it hit hard and and it was loud. And, and as I noticed this, I'm like, okay, I need to make an effort to making the people that are also up there that are around me feel comfortable. And so I was up there today, and there was this guy up there, and I could tell he he kept wrapping his hands over and over and I, with the, you know, the, the wraps you put on under the gloves. And I, I, I noticed he didn't look like he was the most comfortable and, you know, sometimes when I'm getting warmed up, I, I, I just want to stay focused. I'm listening to music. I don't necessarily want to talk to anyone. But about halfway through a set, when I got a little tired, I just made sure to go over to him and say, what's up, bro, and give him a nux. And that just, you know, established that, hey, we're both people. You know, it doesn't matter what these skill sets are. I am just really glad that you are here training like that is really cool and so um as i got more tired and trained more um i i went up to him and i started talking to him and we started chatting a little bit and then he was telling me how he came from a boxing family and i was like yeah man i'll, I'll teach you uh you know some things right now and we started t- i started teaching him um some basic one two punches 
And what that kind of led into was opening the door to a relationship, opening the door to influence, opening that door for him to receive my thoughts and what I said because I started off with gifting him with something. I started off by showing my kindness instead of telling my kindness. And that was really cool because it was one of the easiest ways that I've ever shared the gospel. Because we created this relationship kind of like this trainer, trainee type thing. And we were chatting and talking. And uh, after we were done, I was just sitting there and I just changed. And I'm just like sitting on the ground. And we just start talking and I was like, yeah, man, uh, you know, he asked me a question about how often I come up here. And I was like, yeah, I just, I honestly, it's pretty random. It's just in between classes, after classes. I don't really have a set schedule. I just kind of get it in when I can. Um, but then after he asked that, I was like, yeah, man, I'll train you. It's no big deal. Uh, you know, we can just... Uh, just let me know, and I'll I'll come up here and uh, train you in boxing. And he was like, "Oh, that's that's really cool." And I was like, "Yeah." Plus, uh, you know, so I can sh- just I can tell you about the gospel. <laughs> I was like, literally, I said, "Yeah, I can train you up here." And plus, you know, just I can just preach the gospel to you or tell you about the gospel while I'm doing it. And he's like, oh, yeah. And he's pretty receptive because it was kind of like I said it in a joking manner, but also like serious, just straight up like, hey, here's my intention. And he asked me, he's like, oh, so are you in like a college ministry or something? And he started seeking it out. So I think one of the biggest keys to discipleship or no, to sharing the gospel, to spreading the good news, right, is creating that relationship first because if you just go up to someone like you're knocking on a door like these i don't want to talk crap about any other thing but you know you know those people with the ties you you know who those people are um walking up to the door saying could i tell you about jesus <laughs> it's like uh no see you later it's like i don't know have any idea who you are so why would i listen to you it's like establish that connection pray through it of course but just push the spirit of God like lead with the spirit of God lead with kindness lead with gentleness lead with compassion for people lead with knowing that this person may not have the best social you know interactions most maybe doesn't have the best experience with people in general you know and just establishing that real life light it says we we are supposed to be the light of the world and that's because we're supposed to be generous to people uh there's a specific verse let me see if i can find it on my phone all right it's proverbs twenty two eleven, and it says he who loves purity of heart and has grace on his lips the king will be his friend and that's in new king james i'm gonna switch it over to ESV because I think I like that one better. It says, He who loves purity of heart and whose speech is gracious, he will have the king as a friend. Also, I really like Proverbs 21. 21, it's crazy because it has the the same numbers. All right. 
Proverbs 21.21 says, Whoever pursues righteousness and kindness will find life, righteousness, and honor. So it's it's just this promise that, hey, if we lead with kindness, gracious, gracious speech, we... Um, and, and kindness, if we lead with kindness, gracious speech, and we're just righteous in nature, we will be honored. Like, that's a really good promise, you know? That's a really good thing to know is, um, you know, who cares if someone pays you for something? You know, it's good to build a business. It's good to have an income. We all need income. But, yeah, hmm. I don't know. But anyways, this, me being gracious to this person opened a door for him to be receptive to what I think and who I was. Because now he has established trust in me. He knows, oh, this guy, you know, this guy's a good guy. And I'm curious as to why. You know, he already has this curiosity. It's like, hmm, interesting person, helped me for no reason, is very nice, but also is a killer when it comes to mixed martial arts. You know, like he sees this, first he has this impression of, oh, like that guy's intense. Like what is he, he's, you know, going crazy on that thing, throwing spinning back kicks, hard punches, leg kicks, all this stuff. And then I go over to him and I'm nice to him. So it's this expectation brought down to this other expectation. I'm like, wow, oh, he's really nice. Okay. Now this relationship's established and we got to talking and I started sharing. I was like, hey man, you you there's so much I was like, yeah, there's so much of God and the Bible and who Jesus is that people and Christians just don't know. And it's really cool, man. Like when you truly understand what the plan of God is, it is way easier to share it and it is way easier to feel comfortable and more connected with God in relationship. Because if you know his plan, you know what he has said, what he's intended to do, then you can join into that easier. Like if you, I I use this example for him. If you are on a safari and the safari guide was like, yeah, you know, I don't really know where we're going to end up. You know, we might end up in a pit over here. We might, you know, end up in the promised land. Uh, we might end up in another dimension. You know, we might get eaten by a lion. I don't know. Would you be very comfortable in trusting that person that he he's going to get to where you're supposed to be? No, you wouldn't. And that's the thing about the Bible is God over and over and over again gives us these patterns these patterns of making a promise, fulfilling a promise, making a promise, fulfilling a promise. And then he tells us what his intentions are for us and for the world and for creation. He plans to unify it, to restore it. And, and if we if we know that he's not abandoning the earth, but he's restoring the earth to its original intention, which was heaven combined with earth, which was God dwelling directly with us in sight then it's a lot easier to share what that news is it's a lot easier to join in to laying the groundwork for what God's doing because if you think 
oh, the world's just going to go up in flames and then it'll be no more, then all you have to do is live a good life until you die and then you go to heaven and then you're set, you know? But it's not about that. It's about joining in and laying the groundwork for Jesus' return. It's about joining in to what he has called us. Like we are playing a part in it and what we do on this earth will affect how much more, you know, that needs to be done on the day of the Lord when Jesus returns. Like we can join into what he's doing. We're called to join in what he's doing. And he's deposited, like we talked about in other episodes, his power within us to equip us to do that. And so we're not doing it in our own strength, but we're doing it through the spirit and being led by the spirit. And, um, yeah. And so I just wanted to share that. I I don't really know exactly my point, but it's just, man, establish relationships with people and not with maybe even intention to share the gospel, but it's just an overflow of who you are because you know about Jesus. It's like, how can I not talk about this when it's the most important thing anybody could ever know? How can I not talk about this? You, you have to talk about it. It's what's on the top of your mind. It's what you've been reading. It's who you've been talking to. It's who you've been praying to. It's who you've been worshiping all day. And, and so it's like, it's who you're, you're, you're walking the class with. And, you know, that is what you talk about. You hear when people are, like, are engaged, right? They're talking about their significant other all the time because that's who they're with. That's who they're talking about. And hopefully, you know, and a lot of times in good Christian relationships, they're, they're still focused on God during that time, which is so important. But it's what you are consumed with. If you're consumed by love, if you're consumed with love and compelled by love from God through the Holy Spirit that dwells within us, that was deposited in us to be the holder of our inheritance, then it's just a simple outflow. It's not like, oh, I got to make an effort to share the gospel today because I'm supposed to do that. I know that. It's like, no, you're being the light of the world for people. And through loving people and seeing people, and when they recognize, hey, this person's not the same. There's something this person has. They're going to be curious. And that is your open door to sharing your life with them. That's your open door with sharing life itself with them. Jesus Christ being the light and the life of the world, being the only way to life, the only way to avoid death, you know? And yeah, it's just really cool. And I'm glad that happened today and I we exchanged numbers and stuff. And so I imagine I'll be talking to him more. Um, but yeah, just invest in some people. You know, it doesn't have to be sharing the gospel to every single person, but it can be. But if you're going to share the gospel and someone's really receptive to it, like, continue with that. You know, follow up with them. Talk to them more. You know, especially if they're seeking that, if they're interested. Um, The second thing I want to talk about, and I'm just going to touch on this very briefly, real quick, is that uh, and I'll probably do another episode that's more extensive on this once I find some more scriptures on it. But I've noticed something about praying out loud that is just different than praying 
in in your mind. Um, I love praying in my mind. I do it before bed. I do it while I'm going to sleep. I do it in class. I do it while I'm walking. I communicate with God via my thoughts, you know. Um, but there's just something really cool about taking the effort and using the breath that God gave us to speak out prayers that are actually words being spoken. I think it's different. It, it shifts things in, in a different way. Not saying that prayers in your mind don't work and they're not words and they don't affect things because they definitely do. But I think there's some significance to praying out loud because I was I'm thinking like even though I'm in bed and I'm like praying for someone and I'm curious, I'm like, okay, well, I feel like I should pray out loud, but that's taking extra effort. It's like, man, maybe that's good that it's taking a little bit of extra effort. I I have to be dedicated to my prayers every day to see the wishes, you know, pass, see my prayers come true. I need to be dedicated to praying all the time and even out loud and proclaiming things into existence because I think something in creation shifts when we pray out loud. It's like when we command, you've never seen, you know, I've heard these stories about demons getting cast out of people um, and them just doing it in their mind, right? It's a command out loud. And I think when you, like I have an example of when I actually I, it was a it was a desperate time, right? And I commanded by yelling, and I f- finally got the relief that I wanted. And it was because that was serious. Like you don't just yell being when you're not serious, you know. And if you really want things to shift around you, speak them into existence. You know, pray and use your language and the the words that God gave you because we're made in God's image, which means we have the Holy Spirit deposited in us once we receive it. We have God's power dwelling within our words and we can speak these things and things will happen. So I know that was very brief and I gave you this kind of story on discipleship. Um, I'm hoping and praying that that get equipped you a little bit more on discipleship that's about creating relationships and being or not discipleship, uh, evangelism and sharing the gospel. It's it's about creating relationships with people in order for them to be able to receive what you're saying easier, not just shouting out and throwing, you know, as J.D. Griffin would say, water balloons <laughs> at people, just tr- just seeing which one would land, um, see who would throw, throw them back. Um, but, yeah, so I'm just going to pray real fast. God, thank you so much for the listeners of this podcast. Um, I want to pray for every single one of them in a personal way, Lord, that you will minister to their heart through this, that you will minister to the rest of their day, the rest of their afternoon, the rest of their night, God, that you will show them the power of prayer and the power of being the light and leading with kindness, leading with gentleness, leading with graciousness and righteousness, Lord, that There's people listening to this that need your guidance right now, Lord. There's people that 
need you to make a shift happen in their heart. And Lord, I'm praying that right now will be that time that a shift happens, that that they are on a new path, the path to fullness of joy with you, God, that they understand that having a personal relationship with you is the most important, the most satisfying thing that their life could ever be about. That that joining into your ultimate plan, seeing it unfold is the most satisfying thing that we can ever do with our life. And so, God, I just pray that every single person is just filled and stirred. Their spirit is stirred for you, God. Their spirit longs after you. And then that just they just start praying more, God. And In Jesus' name, amen. Um, yeah, guys, I would love for your prayers, um, 100%. If you guys can pray for me, that would be much appreciated. I need as many prayers as I can get. Um, yeah, so I, I would love for you guys to pray for me. Um, that would mean the world to me. And secondly, um, if you have an Instagram account and you're listening to this on Spotify, I would highly recommend or be so grateful if you hit the little share button on Spotify and then you shared it to your Instagram story. People from the Instagram can click right on that link and listen to this. So pray if you feel led to, share it on your Instagram story. If this brought you some value, if this brought you some peace to your heart, uh, it would mean the world to me. If you share this with more people, get the word out. I want people to know about this. I want to guide people into the right direction with the Lord. I want, I want to be spirit-led. Um, so if you feel led to share this, it would mean the world to me. And I, I just can't wait to connect with every single one of you. Again, there's a little share button on Spotify. You can share it directly to the Instagram stories. And I would absolutely love that. So thank you guys again for listening. And I'll see you next time.